TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. With 10 seconds to go, the Bulls will advance over the midcourt line and this ball game is over. Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! Let's dance in Atlanta. 136-126 Chicago. Yeah, Chuck dancing in Atlanta. Now we're back to the Usher halftime. Hey, and I don't know if you saw. Did you see the video? Ch- Chuck found him some sisters. He had backup dances last night. Got to be on roller skates, though. So. They were not on roller skates, but you know, Chuck was in his element last night. Okay. I, mad props to him. I think they were Bulls fans, but he got he got like a, okay. group, a group of women behind him, and they were all like, hey, hey, hey. All right. They should travel with Chuck all the time. I, they should always be behind him. I, I, behind I now him. I now think that that's he should just be doing that instead of the video just being him. Grab a couple Bulls fans and you know party it up. Hey, would you like to beat my backup dancers? Let's boogie. Let's party. The Bulls win. So let's talk to Cody Westerland about it because Cody covers the Bulls for us. He's the Bulls writer for 670thescore.com. He's also our web editor. Talk about having to deal with me. You think you think you should get propped up in the Let's rankings? put Cody Westerland in the rankings, too. He's on Twitter, at Cody Westerland. He is on the Score Hotline that is presented by Circa Resort and Casino, CircaLasVegas.com, and Twitch.tv slash Chicago670thescore. CW, what's up? How are you guys doing today? We are doing all right. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I think we would all donate $100 to a good cause to have Chuck have backup dancers after every Bulls win. So I'm right there with you guys. Yeah, and and the video from last night is hilarious. This is great. I'll retweet it so that people can see it. Um, I was saying to, to Dan that I'm having a hard time figuring out what I should care about when it comes to the Bulls because... I kind of figure that they'll end up in the play-in, and there doesn't seem like any real valid reason to believe that they're going to make it to the sixth seed. What do you think is important when it comes to following the Bulls right now? I think it's what you saw last night, Lawrence, right? Like, we've been following Kobe White's development a lot, and last night was a night for Ayodosumu to shine with a career-high 29 points. That's two straight games with five three-pointers. For Io, it's continuing a really good stretch over the last month for him and a good season. And it felt like the difference to, to me last night was it wasn't role player status for Io last night. He was the driving force in the win, and he's performed well as a role player for stretches of his career. Certainly as a rookie, had a tougher sophomore year last year. But you look at what to watch for in these Bulls. I'm with you. 
it feels like it's just destiny no matter what for them to get somewhere between the seven and ten seed. And I will say after they beat the Hawks last night, the Bulls strengthened strengthened their hold on the ninth seed. I think they're clearly better than the Hawks. So I don't think the Bulls are going to get the tenth seed. I'm going to guess seven to nine. But we've seen that before. What we haven't seen before is how many steps Io can take forward. So it's these young guys. I know the Bulls didn't make moves at the deadline, but when Pat Williams comes back after the All-Star break, what can he, Kobe, and Io do? And I think that's the most interesting thing. And last night was a really good sign for Io. I had a lot of fun watching him play last night because he flew up and down the floor and he really attacked the Hawks' defense. He beats Trey Young. He is Trey Young kryptonite. Yes, I, I think is. they've played nine times, nine times, and Io's won seven of those games, sometimes in spectacular fashion. As we know yep. last year, how it's happened. I, why does he match up so well? Why does he defend Trey Young so well? Well, Io has length. He does have long arms there for being a guard, and Billy Donovan has credited his stamina too and mm. his smarts. So, I know Trey Young still drew a lot of fouls last night. You get to the free throw line 12 times, draw a lot of fouls. Some of those were Trey flailing his arms. Uh, A series of them were also uh, Javon Carter fouling. But Io only had two fouls last night himself. So he does a pretty good job, I think, of guarding Trey without fouling and just staying on the floor. And that's a really important thing. And again, like Io's played in big minutes, 38, 39 minutes last night. And it didn't seem like he got tired, which is saying a lot because he was a key player on offense. And we know he usually gets his points a lot of times, a good portion of them flying up and down the floor at full speed. So I think it's really just his smarts and his discipline. And Trey's always, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like how far can you get in the postseason with a small point guard when that's your driving leading force? And I know the Hawks got to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago before the Bucks beat them the year they won the championship. But Trey Young against those bigger defenders can, as good as he is, he can have problems sometime. And I think Io did a really good job there. And it, it's just a big credit to him. Last year, DeSumo shot 31% from three-point range. This year, 41%. Guess who you yep. gave credit to? I hope he gave credit to Peter Patton. He did. Just as Kobe White did. And what I find interesting, based on something Kobe said... Neither one of those players has a classic NBA jump shot. They're both a little quirky. And both have gotten better without changing the fundamentals of their shot. And there used to be a time where a coach would say, "Mm, no, 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 we're going to break it all down. We're going to rebuild it. Good shooters don't shoot that way. And what Patton has done is that he has allowed them to to keep, I, I believe Tyrese Halliburton's another example of this, where a, a very unconventional shooting style and yet marked improvement. I think Io's, I don't know what you guys think, tell me what you think, he gets his shot off a tad quicker this year. And maybe it's because he's more confident and ready, but have you guys noticed that at all? I, I I don't know if he's getting it off quicker or he's just choosing to shoot it more. I think that maybe he knows where like where his spots are and he's shooting and he's not he's he is has conviction in I'm shooting yeah. the ball. Yeah, I, I I don't think necessarily his release from the moment he decides to shoot, I don't think it's getting out of his hand faster to me. 
his but decisions. Yeah, maybe. It, then, I, I, yeah. Th- I think he's just just looking at space. I think he is processing opportunity faster. If that makes any sense. Yeah, and Billy's talked about this too because his shot is improved, and like all these things go hand in hand. That has given him the ability to get to the rim quicker because now the defense has to respect him a little bit more and he's understanding and recognizing quicker. I mean, Billy talked about this post game last night, how defenses are playing him. And in the past, it felt like when you're shooting 31% last year, that's obviously not an effective, efficient NBA possession. Those teams took away his straight line drives. They took away his drives to the hoop. And then IO was hesitant and sometimes stuck in the middle this year it feels like it's more simplified for him, right? When you're shooting 41% from three-point range and you have space, you shoot it and you're decisive. And maybe that's why it feels anecdotally quicker to to me. If those guys are up on you, you go hard to the rim. But the other thing too, and the coaching staff has cited this as well, is Io used to be kind of in the pick and roll, just he has a screen on his right, drive right. And then if you have the edge, you go to the hoop for the for the bucket or you kick it out. But now they've talked about how he's snaking through these pick and rolls. He's weaving in and out. And that's a whole different subset uh, of a player's game to be able to weave through a defense and reposition them. And he's gotten more confidence in that from from what the Bulls have seen. And certainly we've seen it a few occasions in how he approaches a game. So the pick and roll is such a big deal in the NBA. As you get more comfortable in that, it makes your whole game improve in different ways. And I would say... The caveat in all of this is he did it against the Hawks defense guys that I thought was just awful. I mean, it's bottom three in the NBA. I think we saw why uh, they have personnel issues. And I think at times they have effort issues and they don't currently have a good rim protector as well. So Io did what he needed to do against a bad defense. Good to see. And now you want to see him build on it against better defenses. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, I don't know if this is something that you guys have talked specifically to Io or Billy about, but over the last couple of games, like he's going to the rim with ferocity. Like, Io's been a guy that he'll go to the rim, but usually it's a layup. Him finishing with a dunk, I, I think, is uh, something that he's needed to add to his game. 
Yeah, I mean, he had the ferocious dunk on the drive to the rim last night. There was another play. He didn't dunk it, Lawrence, I don't think. But it was almost like a one-on-three in transition. And, look, we know he's really good in transition, but that's kind of another another level to just go right at and through three people and to finish a layup strong like, like he did. I think that's another level, too. It's not just finishing strong. It's that it doesn't matter if there's a help defender there. It doesn't matter if there's a second defender, you know, poking at the ball, kind of coming in from the side going, I'm still going to do my thing. And I think that's where Io has gotten a little bit better too. Uh, Certainly you can get out and just get layups that are kind of free or one-on-one over a smaller guy sometimes. But you saw it from the jump last night. The first buck of the game for the Bulls was Io gets the ball in the right wing and attacks Trey Young, kind of goes into his shoulder, creates a little space, goes straight to the rim. I think the Bulls' second bucket was Trey was kind of helping a little bit elsewhere. Io gets the ball in the corner, goes right at Trey down the baseline into the hoop as well. So right from the get-go, he was in the mindset of, I'm going to attack. I have an advantage on Trey Young. And basically, Io outplaying Trey Young is why the Bulls won last night, right? Like, you think Trey, I think he got stumped from the All-Star game again, but he's an All-Star caliber player. And the Bulls have this third-year guard who's been in a reserve role for a lot of time, starting here a little bit more lately, and he outplays him. You look at it, that's why they won. That's why it's a big credit. That's why the game was interesting to me last night. Why do you think it's not working in Atlanta? Well, they, they don't care about defense whatsoever at all. And the other reason I don't think it works is I just don't think you're ever going to win at a really high level with Trey Young unless you build a near perfect subset of of players around him and surround him with the right type of guys and they don't have enough good defenders look Jalen Johnson's a really good player for them I think he's averaging about 19 points a game he'll be up there with Kobe White in the most improved race Uh, so certainly they have a guy there but Sadiq Bey does not shoot well from long range whatsoever at all. He's not an elite defender. That spot just has to be that um, for the Hawks to have more success. Obviously, they've had DeAndre Hunter for years, uh, has played for them and also landed in trade rumors. He had a really, really strong game for them last night, obviously, but I don't think they've had enough consistency with him as a shooter and score in that four spot, big forward spot at three sometimes, uh, whatever the case is, whether they want to play him on the wing or or play smaller and have him be the four for them. And Trey Young, again, really good player. I just, I don't like him enough to build my team around. Like, I think it makes sense that he's landed in trade speculation because it's not working in Atlanta. And it's just going to be so difficult for them to surround him with the right talent. They tried with DeJounte Murray, and he's the right type of guy to put alongside Trey defensively because Murray can take the toughest defensive assignment from any team but then the problem is offensively it's just kind of your turn my turn back and forth Trey Young didn't move off the ball much last night at all if you saw it so it's like when he's on the court and he's just standing there and a Bulls defender standing next to him all of a sudden it's like four on four elsewhere and if you're the Bulls you're okay with that even though he shot three of 14 so I don't think he's done enough off ball he'll always have his defensive weaknesses though many people that have watched the Hawks this year have said he's made strides on that end we saw last night um even even rookie second year third year young guards can take advantage of him when they attack him okay another big picture like nba thing it looked like the warriors were pretty much done and now they're what won seven out of ten and five or six in a row what happened there 
I think I think they're up to eight out of eleven now. And what happened was Draymond Green's come back. He's been available, and they found a good four man unit uh, with Draymond Green, Jonathan Kaminga, and then Brandon Pajemski, um, the young guard they have alongside Steph Curry. That four man unit's tearing it up um, in Golden State lately. And Clay Young's role has obviously diminished a bit, but they've still been positive when he's been in for Pajemski uh, in that lineup. But a lot of that has to do with obviously Draymond being back, but Jonathan Kaminga has taken strides forward. Um, the big, strong, young rookie. I mean, he's he's averaging 20, 21 points a game here over the last few weeks, shooting at a high level. And the Warriors system is probably the hardest in the NBA for any young player to come in and figure out. For any veteran player, too, who doesn't have experience with how Steve Kerr wants to play, like the sets are so intricate with Steph Curry, with Klay Thompson running off the ball. That's why Draymond obviously is so great with them because of his many years of experience playing alongside them. It takes rookies and young guys time to figure it out. I think part of this is them being healthy, um, having Draymond's availability. I, that's not so much health as it is behavior, and he's behaved better lately. But Kaminga, with more time starting to fit in, they find their roles. And Steve Kerr, I think, has been aggressive in making some changes for them. So I think this success for them is here to stay. I mean, the stretch of, I think, eight and three, they've lost a couple games in overtime. They lost a game by a point. They had the crazy game against the Lakers in that stretch where LeBron got them right at the end. So even their losses have been really good. So the Western Conference is deep and fun. And Steph is firing away again. Like we're talking eight and nine three pointers. It feels like every other game at this point lately for him. So they found something. I expect him to make noise. I find that to be really cool because anytime you got guys like LeBron, like Steph late in their careers and they still have greatness, uh, it's fun to see them have a chance, even if it isn't their best team, even if they've lost a little bit of their fastball. Uh, it's awesome to see them playing at a high level and being a big factor in the playoff push and picture. Cody, before we let you go, I saw that uh, Victor Weminyama had a triple-double last night that included 10 blocks. And once you do that, it means you're in conversation for adding your name to the very short list of NBA players to record a quadruple-double. How long's the list? Well, I got I got three of the four. There's only gonna, f- there's four names. One of them is a bull. One of them did it as a Chicago Bull. Well, I'm gonna go Hakeem Olajuwon, obviously. Correct. Um, as a bull, now now you got me thinking, Dan. Are we going back to like Artist Gilmore or Bob Love days here? It's pre Gilmore. Ooh, but just know, barely. You, the, you might have you might have to help great. me out on the Bulls one. Okay, well the um, others one there were three big guys who did it with the the fourth category being blocks and one guard who did it with steals. Ooh, one guard who did it with steals. Bob Cousy? Nope. Two of these players are did it with the Spurs. Uh David Robinson. David Robinson, 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, yeah. 10 blocks, and in 1986 Alvin Robertson 20 Ooh. points, 11 boards, 10 assists, and 10 steals. Jeez. The Bull, 1974, Nate Thurmond. Oh, man. 22 man. points, 14 boards, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. Have a game, Nate Thurmond. Do do we think Wemby could get a quintuple I, double well, someday? It's, it's, it's certainly, if there ever has been somebody worth asking. Built to, built to do it. Yep. It's him. I, I saw the cr- a crazy stat on Steph where Steph had a game where he shot 
he made nine three-pointers, he's got 30 more games than the next person oh, on the list of people that have yeah. made nine three-pointers. That's wild. Yeah, it's, is it Damian Lillard? If he's not second, he's like third on that list, Lawrence. But it's insane um, what he's doing lately. Like eight or nine three-pointers a night like is really routine for him lately. It's just crazy stuff. Cody, as always, we appreciate the time and the conversation. Yep, you guys take care. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.